Inspiration, Adventist Reflections. Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. Hi family, welcome back to the Adventist Reflections Podcast. Today we have our very last episode on the book of Daniel. And I'm excited about it because, not because it's the last, but rather because we have, I think, very good things and messages and ideas to discuss on on, on this book. And for that, we have again in our last episode with Zenny. Um, Zenny, how are you going today? I'm going to miss you. Oh man, yeah, I'm doing well. Very, very busy, and <laughs> very busy. It's uh, the the world is um, changing. The world is changing definitely before our own eyes. And I was just talking to my son uh-huh. earlier, and uh, Anna Bly, the premier uh, of our of our state, was saying that the coronavirus for Queensland may peak around July, which is strange to see. Well, if that is in July. Can you imagine that we will be mm. living a life like this for for that many months? For months, we have it's a long quite run. A, quite amazing. So, mm. but yes, yeah, strange, strange time that we live in. Absolutely, it's a good opportunity to reflect the times that we live in, as well as think about the things that we do ourselves uh, yes. as well. Oh, excellent! Well, Zeni, we have come to. Um, uh, it's not the climax anymore. I think we passed out of chapter seven, eight, and nine. We we kind of like winding down last week and the week before, and now it's chapter twelve of the book of Daniel. And um, yes, the last chapter, the last one, the last one here. And so, where are we now? Last week you okay, spoke well, with us about this. This is still the vision that we've been talking about for the last few episodes, right? Chapter mm. ten and, and eleven, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so uh, remember chapter 10 talks about this great war, the mm-hmm. Gadol, and this is not just a physical war, but it's a spiritual war. So in other words, behind all this turmoil and mess and physical wars, there is a spiritual battle going on. Right. That's what the great Michael wants to say to, to Daniel, that he is behind it. Mm-hmm. His angels are behind it, mm-hmm. but there is also the enemy and his angels. So that's a reality that we face from chapter 10 of the book of Daniel. And then in chapter 11, it tells us really about what it will look uh, basically from the time of Jesus all the way until the end. So the the metaphors used there is, um, and it, 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 it really... Uh, uh, revolves around two dominant powers mm-hmm. uh, at this time, which will be the king of the north and the king of the south. And we saw that the king of the north is religious powers, yes, headed by papacy, and uh, that the king of the south are political establishments, or in Middle Ages would be kings. Right. Uh, so as we saw there, uh, what happened throughout that time was they would either be at loggerheads with one another, mm-hmm. uh, 
where kings would go uh, against uh, religion, religious establishment or religious establishment against the kings and, or political establishment, or uh, they would go into uh, allegiance with one another. So this is actually uh, what happened historically speaking uh, all the way from the Middle Ages until literally 1800s, if you will. Okay. Uh, and until now, because uh, from 1800s, we are talking about different prophetic time, which we call the end of time. Mm -hmm. uh, so the king of the north and the king of the south. And then from verse 40 to verse 45, we have uh, the end time. And it is mentioned for the first time in Daniel chapter 11, verse 45. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's basically from here that we, that we go into what we call the end of time. So chapter 11 uh, is the longest chapter of Daniel, and chapter 12 is the shortest one. Right. And kind of the big book finishes as it began. Uh, uh, in Hebrew literature, typically the conclusion always echoes the introduction. Mm. Okay, yes, uh, yes. So... And what it says that in, in chapter 12 is that the Michael will arise. Mm. But this expression will, uh, will rise, you find previously in chapter 11. Uh, kind of the root word is the same. You have uh, during the Persian part that uh, Persia will rise and that king of the south will rise or that king of the north will rise against the king of the south. Uh, but eventually we have this expression that Michael will rise. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, and also uh, what you find is that uh, dead will rise. Okay. So you have both Michael and dead at the end of time who will rise. Mm. So, so when you look at the text, uh, what you find in chapter 12, that this time or the time of the end or the very time of the end, mm -hmm. uh, there will be a time of the greatest suffering that ever took place uh, in history of humanity. Sure. Look what it says in verse 1. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, which is beautiful to see, isn't mm, it? Absolutely. Uh, I was just reading in the in the book of Revelation, chapter eighteen, verse from uh, actually twenty one, verse eleven, that angel shows to John uh, a great city, but the angel who is showing to John the great city, New Jerusalem, is the same angel who who uh, let the winds. Uh, of strife at the end of time blow. In other words, they are protecting the world from disasters, but eventually more and more of these disasters will happen. Um, mm. So that same angel who, who lets this wind uh, blow, uh, but protects uh, God's people at the same time, will be the same angel who is going to show us uh, that great city, New Jerusalem. But look what, mm. it, what verse 1 says. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will ra arise. Mm -hmm. There will be a time of distress. Mm. 
But watch this. Such as has not happened from the beginning of nations. So something Amen. that never happened before in life. Never yeah. ever. Mm. This is global. We are just having a bit of a foretaste of it now, don't we? Mm, absolutely. The world is in the grip of fear, but not just fear. People are literally dying, you know. Some estimates are that we have probably between 10 to 20 million people who are infected by this coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, And literally people are dying in thousands daily, 10,000 daily now. Actually, yesterday, according to what I saw, just yesterday, around 7,000, 8,000 people died. Mm -hmm. But there will be more of them. Incredible. so it's just a foretaste of what will the end time look like. It is global, and we are all going to feel it. So kind of, it is not uh, difficult for us to envisage it, is it? No, it, it's it's a little bit easier to see what could come. It's going to be exactly. worse than this. Yeah. Isaiah 33 two speaks about this time, and it says, Lord, be gracious to us. So this is from a perspective of a believer who prays to God, who is going through this distress and saying, Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. Mm. This is a prayer of a believer who goes through something that we are going through, but the time is coming which will be even worse than this. Mm. Another one in Jeremiah 14.8. So these are beautiful prayers which we can internalize and even memorize. It's, here is another one. You who are hope of Israel, it's Savior in time of distress. Mm. This is a prayer. You who are hope of Israel, it's Savior in time of distress, times of distress. Yeah. And Jeremiah is another one, 1511. Surely I will deliver you for a good purpose. Surely I will make your enemies plead with you in times of distress. Mm. And a psalm. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. How beautiful is that? Mm. It gives us a lot of hope and reassurance that despite of what will come, God is still there. Yeah. There's another one in Jeremiah, which is quite sombering one. How awful that day will be. None will be like it. Mm. It will be a time of trouble for Jacob but he will be saved out of it. How beautiful is that last part? Awful, awful, it says. Awful that day. And none will be like it. It will be a time of trouble for Jacob. So it is speaking about the trouble at the end of time for for the believers. But the great, great uh, comfort is that we will be saved out of it. and look, Matthew is actually quoting, um, and in fact, these are the words of Jesus who is quoting Daniel when he says, For then there will be a great distress, unequal from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. So Jesus is literally quoting Daniel here. Right, yes. So um, this time is, is, is before us. So. So what what does it entail? What 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 is it? What it will look like this time of distress? Mm. Well, disintegration of our planet, but no one seems to be able to do anything about it. Mm. What about economy? 
I mean, who would have foretold that uh, we would go through uh, economic, seemingly economic Armageddon that we might be facing? Mm, at the moment, there are people who have been talking about it, but yes. nobody believed them. But even those people were looking for some kind of, were saying that there needs to be some kind of trigger for it. There you have it. We have a trigger in this virus, don't we? Yeah. So this is absolutely, some people are calling it uh, economic Armageddon. Mm. Uh, and, and, and one just wonders, isn't it? What about unemployment? Yeah, I mean, it's on the rise as, as ever before. We yeah. as, as, as Australians are struggling and will be struggling with unemployment that there are now literally millions of people. Uh, what about nations, poorer nations? Mm. What happens to them? Yeah, they're rising against each other. There is a lot of war, strife. Well, exactly. Yeah. And Discord. what about salvation? What about if this prolongs and if this goes on, especially with with the poorer nations? What about starvation? Mm. Mm. What about starvation? Yeah. All of them are happening, even now, but they're going to get worse. Is that what I'm hearing? Like, like yes. it never so what, has what before. About, what, exactly. What about potentially about uh, it, that, that there will be social disturbance? <laughs> yes. And uh, yes. uh, I am not saying th th these are possible scenarios, but not necessarily that this will happen. Mm -hmm. But um, but we at least we have a foretaste of what it will look like this time of distress that that Daniel is talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, and look what it says then. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. Mm -hmm. mm. And remember, uh, Matthew is saying if those days were, were not shortened, everyone would die. So the rescue or the second coming of Jesus comes as a direct consequence of, of the distress, which, which is literally decimating people, decimating uh, nations and societies. Mm. So if Jesus does not appear, everybody would die. So what it says, immediately after the distress of those days, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and then uh, in the same vein, it says, but at the same time, your people, everyone whose name is found or written in the book, mm. will be delivered. I wonder, Zeni, I mean, I, I know that we, we, and we, we usually do this as a sign of caution. I do it too. I think most people do it because nobody wants to be the false prophet in a way. But uh, all of these things that you mentioned that will happen like never have happened before. I mean, I will dare to say that many of these things are happening even now. I'm not saying that's the time of trouble that Daniel is saying right now in this or, very moment. Or in moment. the least, they are the best foretaste. Okay, like the beginning of the pain of uh, birth, yeah. laboring. And if this is not that that very very last days that we are talking about, which which are decimating, we're uh, very close population. We're very close. So significantly, then at least it's a it's a miniature foretaste. We mm. still don't know the outcome of this. 
So therefore, we need to reserve our judgment. For sure. But it's at least a foretaste. Absolutely. The outcome is different from, let's say, what happened with Spanish flu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The reason for it is a global economy. Mm, mm. The reason for it is our connectedness. Yeah, like all of these are changed. Before. Yes, so unprecedented. Um, the danger for pestilences to go throughout the world, the danger for economy, economic Armageddon, mm. are so much uh, more potent at this time of this time. You know, mm. so yeah. I guess on the one side, I'm thinking. I mean, again, we, as you mentioned, we have our reservations, but how, like, could it be possible at some point in time we'll come to that position where something like this is happening, all this disconnectedness, this economical downfall, all, the, all of these signs that Christ mentioned that they were going to be there. And I, I get scared sometimes, personally, that, not scared, maybe just, I, I ponder upon the idea that sometimes could it be possible that we're waiting for the next great thing was we're living that thing right now. <laughs> Could it be yes. possible? Well, exactly. You exactly. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, we just need to be, we just need to be, uh, use God-given common sense, mm-hmm. which is, it needs to be Bible undergirded. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we don't want to be sensationalist because sensationalism does not take us anywhere. Right. And we do not want, don't want to be allowed to see inside. Complacent, so yes. Just, just, just rooted in the word. But mm-hmm. the word is very clear, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And look, uh, it says, but at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. So yes. there is this resound. Uh, there is this. Um, connection to judgment because everyone who who was found written in the book will be delivered so this gives us a sense that this is the executive part of a judgment Uh, Mm. when judgment is finished everyone who is written in the book now will be delivered will remain in the book and remember this is now part of a structure of the book of Daniel because at the end of time in our previous chapters, we also found that uh, the, the judgment will precede uh, the, the ushering of God's kingdom. So here in verse 12, once again, you see that clearly. Judgment is finished and the kingdom is being ushered. Mm. Yeah. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake or will arise. So this is the second arising. Mm-hmm. Michael arises now that those who are dead in Christ arise. Mm. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, like the stars forever and ever. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So wow. What an image. That's right. Mm. Now, what happens here? And um, we need to look at that. Um, if we open, let me just open the Bible. Yeah. And uh, open it in uh, in Daniel twelve. Um, from verse five, it says, "Then I Daniel looked, and behold, two others stood on the on the on on this bank of the stream, 
and one on the bank of the of the of the stream. And someone said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the stream, "How long shall it be till the end of these wonders?" Mm. So the question is being asked: When? Kind of when is it we can expect this? When is it? When? When? How long? How long? How long? So this is like a conversation between between the two. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, and then what we have uh, that there are three times that are given. Okay. And so we read in verse seven. And I heard the man clothed in linen. And we already met this man clothed in linen. This is none other but Michael himself. He's a high priest. He's the mm. commander of the army. Yeah. Uh, and wow. this is what he's saying. And I heard the man clothed in linen who was above the waters of the stream. He raised his right hand and his left mm. hand towards heaven and swore by him who lives forever that yeah. it will be for a time's time and half a time and that when the shattering of the power of the holy people comes to an end, all these things will be finished. Mm. So, so he's telling us that time, times, and half a time, which would, uh, and this prophetic time will uh, uh, end with, uh, with, uh, with the finishing of the persecution of the people of God. Mm. This time of the end basically starts, he says. So this that, is another 1,260 days we looked at in that's chapter... That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Okay. So, so there are altogether three times given in chapter 12. So this is the first one, which is half, time times half a time, which is 1,260 days. Yeah. And then yeah. we have another time given, um, if we read on. Mm-hmm. And that is verse 8. I heard, but I did not understand. Then I said, oh, my Lord, what shall be the outcome of these things? So, in other words, he's kind of, kind of saying the same question. Daniel is kind of asking the same question. He said, go your way, Daniel. So, Jesus is telling him, this is, this is the Michael, this is the commander, this is the great high priest, none other but Jesus himself, the son of man from, 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 verse, from chapter 7. He said, go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes. remember in verse 45, we found who, what that time of the end is. Okay. Yes. Go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. Many shall purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined, but the wicked shall act wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise shall understand. And from the time that the regular burnt offering is taken away, Mm. so it's giving you a starting period. Yes. From that time that the regular burnt offering is taken away and the abomination that makes desolate is set up, there shall be 1,290 days. Mm. Again, from the time that regular uh, burnt offering is taken away and the abomination that makes desolate is set up, there shall be 1,290 days. Okay. Yes. So whenever this, 
regular burnt offering is taken away, we need to start counting 1290 days, and that will take us somewhere. Okay, that's the second time period mentioned in the book. And there is a third one. And this is where the book ends. Blessed is he who waits and arrives at the 1335 days. This is the third prophetic time. But go your way till the end. So the second time Jesus is telling him, but go your way till the end. Right. And you shall rest and shall stand in your allotted place in the end of the days. Mm-hmm. He's saying you are numbered among those who are written in the book. You will rest. And this is the rest that refers to his death. And yeah. you will be found in the book of basically uh, of saved and be counted among the people of God at the end of time when Michael arises. So these are the three times, okay, given in the book. Okay, <laughs> so let's go through them quickly. All right. So what in in, in book in the book of da- in, in in Daniel chapter eight. We had very similar thing. There were two heavenly beings that were talking with each other. Yeah? Yes. Uh, and also in Daniel 12, we had we have these two beings that are talking with each other. Yeah. In Daniel 8, uh, we have a question. How long will it take for the vision to be uh, fulfilled? And in Daniel 12, it says, what will be the outcome of all of this? This is being asked. Yes. Now, in Daniel 8, uh, we have until 2,300 evenings and mornings, then the sanctuary will be cleansed. Yes. Yes. Okay? So that's the answer. So, and, and we have already looked at that. Now, let's look at chapter 12. It says, from the time that the daily sacrifice is abolished yeah. and the abomination that causes desolation is set up, there will be 1290 days. Yeah. Blessed is the one who waits for the re- for and reaches the end of 1350 days. Actually, let me answer it uh, first in a statement, but then I will explain it. Both of these times take us to 1844. Mm. But let me, let me just explain. Um, so if you look at verse 8, when uh, daily sacrifice is being taken away, or where, in, in other words, when, when the little horn power Mm-hmm. Place, in fact, with the very issue of salvation, and where priests, be, uh, literally priests, are the ones who are mediators between God and us, and 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 saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of Jesus, who is our high priest, for us to go directly to Him, basically from this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you take this period of twelve hundred and uh, you, you you take this period of uh, thirteen hundred and thirty five days, and this takes you so to the year eighteen forty four. So if you go from the year five hundred and eight or five hundred and nine, when literally this happened or daily sacrifice was abolished, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you go from there for 1,335 uh, days, it would take you to 1844. Right. But what about what about this period of um, we had another period which is twelve hundred and 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 sixty uh, days, which is some time and half a time, um, and this is when Emperor Justinian totally removed the Aryan threat. And, right. Uh, Was that in five thirty eight? Yes. Yeah. So the first period is is counting from the from from the year five hundred and eight. This mm-hmm. is when Clovis, king of the Franks, helped the medieval church in establishing political status by defeating Aryan tribes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And, and, and the sacrifice was abolished. But then, in the year five hundred and thirty-eight, Emperor Justinian totally removed the Aryan threat. And the sacrifice was abolished to establish abomination that causes desolation. So if you go from the year 508 or 509, it would take you, uh, and you add 1335 years, it would take you to 1844. And if you go from the year 538 and add 1260 days, so to 60 years, it would take you to 1798, which is when General Berthier, Napoleon's general, took Pope into a captivity. So really these two years, which is 1798 and 1844, are the two years which designate the time of the end. So when the question is asked, when, when do we start counting this end time, if you will? Mm Mm-hmm. We can literally say from 1798 or from 1844, this is a period of the end of time. Right. So we literally we live in that in that period, but we are on the on the back end of that period, which talks about the great distress, and then which will be, um, which will be followed by by the second coming of Jesus. So that's that's basically um, what we find, and 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 and, and uh, Angel is basically saying, uh, "Look, Daniel, this is for the end of time, mm. and people at the end of time will understand this. They will understand this. So we did come to understanding of this, and we do know that we live on the end of time. Uh, so we are really privileged to know that." Daniel died. Daniel is, is, is resting and is waiting for the call of the Michael who will raise the dead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, we are just waiting. Either we are going to see Jesus, uh, and we will be still alive or like Daniel, we might die and then, uh, Jesus will call us to himself. But we are definitely living in that time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it, and it's so exciting to think that we are living indeed at that very point of the end, where I mean you have talked to us about it throughout this series, where there is Christ, the Rock, that will come and destroy everything else because He needs to set up a kingdom that is based on righteousness. That's right. Yeah, where there is that um, uh, beautiful being, God Himself, Michael, uh, representing us. And bringing justice as he is 
putting things in balance, you know, yes, the right exactly. and the wrong. It's so exactly. beautiful to think that this is actually coming close. When I look, you mentioned all of these things, the, 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 the physical health strives, the wars amongst nations, the pestilences, the economical downturns that we're having. When you think about the situations we're living right now, I think thinking about the idea that we are at the very end where Michael will Michael. stand up and come and raise those people yes. that we love who were righteous and brings us all back together. It's just exciting. It's just hard not to be um, not excited. I think that when we, when I think about what you just shared with us, I cannot avoid by thinking, you know, what Revelation talks in the idea that that indeed, you know, there will be a time when all of this little trouble and increased trouble that we will have later on. When we look back, it will be worth it because we're going to be in a place that there will be no crying, no suffering, no death, and all these things that we know right now will be gone forever. That's exciting. Absolutely. Wow. And the other thing that I think, um, I don't know what you think, Zeni, but the way that Daniel described this event, it's almost as if he was eager to know. I I wonder if he was thinking that all of this was going to happen in his time. I mean, he's pretty aged. He's pretty advanced in age, but he's thinking, you know, I want to know. I mean, is it going to happen? Maybe not in my time. Maybe the people are coming just after me. But he lived with that faith that it was going to happen, I don't know, maybe sometime soon. I don't know if he understood the whole idea of all these uh, years. I think Jesus clearly tells him, uh, Daniel, uh, you will rest. And when when Daniel hears that, I think he he comes to understand that he will die and that this time of the end will happen later. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are we are the generation which is privileged to know that we'll live at the end of time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we also, what we know what is a very somber thing, which is that these this are going to be difficult times. Difficult times for the world because the world will uh, suffer pain and suffering, but difficult times for the pe- people of God Bible speaks of, 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 of Jacob's trouble. So it's not just physical uh, sharing uh, in with, with the rest of the world that we will, we will share, but also in spiritual sense, we are going to, uh, we are going to uh, be refined, you know, and, and Jesus is going to do this refining with us because it's the time of Jacob's trouble, because Jacob's trouble, trouble, was uh, was a was a wrestling with God. So this is a spiritual wrestling of the people of God at the time of the end. So these are this will be hard times, hard times. But we will be delivered out of it. We are assured about that. We are literally assured of that. So if God is taking, basically, if God is taking us. He is granting us also a, 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 a means of victory. Mm. So uh, it's not as if he's, you know, we are we are taken on this stormy seas in, uh, um, you know, on on a on a big ship mm. uh, without without a captain who who doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. So we are being taken, and we are going to be taken into into the harbor. Yeah, and that's the culmination of the whole book of Daniel. After all, that's the whole idea that it will be hard, but yeah. God is in control. Absolutely. God is in ultimate control. Well, thank you so much, Zeni. As we conclude, 
this series um i i appreciate what you have done and the the knowledge and the insights that you have shared with all of us and um and everybody who listens i i would like to encourage you to again go and check out um zenny's church website uh, her church is mangrobat in brisbane in queensland australia and she's got messages in there and also with this covid19 that is happening there is we were talking offline that there is some exciting people coming along who might be sharing messages uh, in, in in those platforms so just check them out and i'm sure that you're going to be blessed until we see each other again until we hear from each other again i hope that you stay strong and keep on holding on to that faith from that captain that zenny just talked about us who is ultimately in control and we're going to be starting later on in new series on on on, on bible bible reading and i look forward to sharing with you more interpersonal ideas in this the adventist reflections podcast which is as you know your podcast we keep strong in the faith that we have that god gave us and what about you remember to subscribe to this podcast like it share it hashtag it comment and find us on facebook instagram youtube twitter and tumblr as adventist reflections god bless you